Welcome to that podcast, episode ninety-five. Uh, I am your co-host Joel Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, So we got the news, obviously, on, I believe it was Thursday. My days all run together, so. Um, Neil Peart passed away. Peart, sorry. Uh, passed away. And Neil was a very uh, private dude. I don't know if you knew that or not, Jason. Yes. Oh, wait, actually, I, I'm, I'm remiss. I apologize. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. It's that podcast, episode <clears throat> 95. The Colonel. The Colonel. The Sackman. That's right. So... Um, Neil was a very private man, and um, what a lot, uh, a lot of non-Rush fans don't know his complete story. Um, Why don't you the, give us a rundown? Sure. So uh, he was the second drummer of Rush. He was not the first drummer. Um, first drummer was a guy named John Rutsey. How many albums was he on? Uh, one. Oh, he was on Rush, one. Rush, Rush, Rush. Right. Um, the reason why they replaced him is because... That guy sucked. Well, no, he wasn't that bad. Oh. Um, apparently had type 1 diabetes. And Ooh. living the life of oh, a rock no. star in the 70s, nope. um, the management of the band thought he would be sent home in a body bag. Sure. From being on the... Because they got a, an opening spot on a KISS tour. <laughs> so uh, they sent the word out, and uh, Neil was already playing in a band in Ontario, and he was actually working. It's so funny. He was working at his father's farm parts store. He sold international harvesters. Who does and it? Neil was the was the. <laughs> it's not a piece of paper. He was the parts manager apparently. Ah. And the story goes: one day, this white Corvette pulls up, and it's uh, their manager, Russia's manager, Ray. I forget his last name. Uh, and basically. Tells Neil that we want you to audition for the band. So Neil borrows his mom's Pinto, hmm. loads all his gear in it, in this little Pinto. Oh, my God. And shows up, and after five minutes, uh, got the gig. Alex was like, he was playing like triplets on bass drum and stuff that n- they had never heard before. Yeah. Um, and the rest is, as they say, rock history from there. Um, they play their last show. 
as a band, I want to say four years ago. About right. Sounds about right. About four years ago. And then officially hung it up. Well, what here's what happened. Okay. Uh, Neil's shoulders started to bother him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, has, he had arthritis in his shoulders. And he had gotten remarried, and they just had a kid. And uh, he's like, you know what? Between my shoulders and I want to spend more time with my family, I'm going to hang him up. Like He told the guys that last show that this is it. We're done. Like, this tour is it. So then he just kind of disappeared. Like, he, 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 played on, um, he played on a Vertical Horizon, a couple Vertical Horizon songs, believe it or not. Yeah. I think he became cool. really good friends with Matt Cannell. Okay. Their writer, lead, lead singer guy. Bald. Bald guy. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, that's on YouTube, by the way, if you want to look it up. It's pretty cool. Like, they're when they record it. Um, yeah, he just kind of disappeared out of the scene completely and that was fine by him because he was very he was an introvert right he's very um well read but he almost came off as arrogant but it it wasn't he like he explains in any interview that he ever does like which you're a few and far between but um or did i should say um that he's not please don't be offended like i'm i'm just not public guy right yeah and he wrote he tried to encompass it in the song Limelight. Like that's what the song's about. It's about his um, having to deal with being in the public light, being in the public life when you don't want to be part of the public life. You just want to play music, right? It was right. a necessary evil to go out and play. Not on the stage necessarily. He didn't, he loved that part. That was the, that was the part that kept him going. Right. In terms of like, you know, not wanting to quit then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. But it's all the bullshit that goes with it. Right, right. And all the fans and everything sure. else. And he's trying to explain to them that, look. Radio not, interviews. Right, exactly. And then, I uh, forget the, the year, so I'm not going to say what year, but it was a year after, I don't know, it was after the, not Test for Echo, the one before, I don't remember. But at any rate, um, his daughter, uh got killed in a car wreck. Mm. And then 11, 10 months later, 11 months later, he lost his wife to cancer. Which in his book, Ghost Rider, I was reading a little bit of it last night, he firmly believes it was a broken heart. Like it wasn't cancer. Well, it was cancer, but believes that, that she died of a broken heart. So he was holed up in his, um, as Canadians are wont to do, there, his uh, cabin, on the lake, right? As rich Canadians are wont to cottage. do. Sure. He's going to cottage. That's right. And uh, he uh, he was there for like a month or two and realized, I got to get out of here. I can't stay. If I stay here, I'm going to die. I need to get out of here. Proceeds to get on the motorcycle that his wife bought him for his for Christmas one year um, and drives. <laughs> the, the amount of miles he drove is just ridiculous. So he drove from Quebec to Alaska and then all the way down to like Central America and then rode back. He called it the healing road. Like he was trying to figure out his place in life now that he didn't have his wife and he didn't have his daughter. Where did he fit, right? And he flat out told Getty and Alex like, I'm done. 
That's it. And Getty and Alex were like, well, you know, like, don't let, you know, take all the time you want, but don't make the decision right now. Take all the time you want. We don't care. Take all the time you want. And then he comes, and then he finally uh, gets home and realizes that he's not healed, because that's the wrong way to put it, but he's ready to go back to work. Um, and then they record another few albums, and they mailed it in four years ago. It was the last tour stop. And then, like, out of the literally out of the blue, we get the news on Thursday that um, he had passed, and he had passed on Monday. Mm. Like, that's how private they are. Like, he died Monday. Nobody knew about it until Thursday. Nobody in the public knew about it. And you go back and you watch interviews with Getty um, and Alex to a certain extent, but mainly Getty because he was he had written a book. Getty wrote this base book, like all these collectible bases and shit that he has. And you could tell, I mean, you couldn't tell he was covering it up, but knowing what we know now, that he had been battling, Neil, he pronounced Bell, Neil had been battling brain cancer and one, one of the most aggressive forms of brain cancer for three and a half years. Like he just, and you could tell like a year ago, Getty was doing this tour. You know, and, he, and when you do that, like you have to answer questions like, hey, you guys ever going to play again? Hey, you know, what's the chances that, you know, you may not tour again, but maybe you'll play again. And, you know, Getty knew. I mean, Getty had to have known at that point. Like, you know, Neil had to have told him what he, what's going on, right? And he had to sit there and just, he didn't lie per se, like he would just dance around it. Like he wouldn't, he didn't come out and say, oh, well, Neil's suffering from brain cancer, so we're never going to play again. He went, well, Neil's, you know, Neil's shoulders and other ailments, you know, are bothering him right now. Like he just kind of danced around the question because he could always rely on the shoulder problem. Oh, his shoulders are bad, you know. And he was, they were talking about the last few shows of that tour, like Neil's shoulders, just he was just in pain the entire time. But he pushed through it. Um, yeah, and so I got the word from a coworker of mine who's also a huge Rush fan. And he's like, oh, fuck, did you see this? I'm like, no. And he sends me an instant message with the link to the Rolling Stone story. And I'm just like, motherfuck. Like the last three days have just been not great. Like I've been just... In the dumps completely. Today's the first day that I felt not thoroughly depressed about it. So, I mean, it's getting better for me. But, I mean, it was just, I, I can't equate it to to you. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, what, who would have to go down for you? Like, Keith, Mick? Like, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I can't equate it to anybody else's musical whatever. Right, you know, you know, all I know is that Rush was like the first band, band, band that I hung my hat on. Yeah, you know, and in our in our top ten albums of all time episode, Moving Pictures was second, and it was a really in my head it was a one and one A and one B, sure between Zeppelin and and Moving Pictures. But I mean, just to go back, and I'm just like watching and all these videos and interviews and everything else I can get my hands on. Uh, I stumbled on, I think what, what made me turn the corner was uh, Sticks, which is just odd as fuck, right? Their 
lead singer. Um, oh, I forget his name. It's not Dennis DeYoung. It's Dennis DeYoung Light, whoever, the, whoever this guy is. He plays keyboards and sings. He did this heartfelt. You mean felt, now? Yeah. Oh, it's Lawrence uh, Gowan. Larry Gowan. Larry Gowan. Yeah. Okay, so that's your guy. Isn't that your guy, right? Well, it was Donnie Rocker's guy. Donnie Rocker's guy, okay. So From Can- Canada. He is. He's apparently Scottish and Canadian. I looked at him. Mm-hmm. Um, he did this kind of heartfelt, for lack of a better word, soliloquy. It wasn't the entire song, but he did Limelight. Like He did like his own keyboardy, piano-y version of it. And he didn't do the whole song. He just did the main lyrics to it. And uh, It did not suck? No. No. No, it did not. Um, a lot of people with their phones, you know, the old days was lighters. Now it's your phone. You, whatever. Sure. Um, heartfelt, you know, touched the old heartstrings on me. And that was kind of like, okay, that was the catharsis kind of mm-hmm. for me. But it's still been hard. Like it's, it, it, like I cannot equate it, like I said, to anything else that you would feel, like an artist that you, imagine that you're, Favorite artist who's maybe still be alive. Yeah, I mean it's it's like just dying out of the blue. I and when I knew how hard this hit you, that's I started thinking of that. And the people, I mean, when Chuck Berry passed, it was almost like a blessing. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on, yeah, man. he was in his nineties, wasn't? Yeah, he? yeah. And uh, like when Keith goes, it's going to be like, Shit, oh well, dude, you cheated right. the fucking devil for you got that. Y'all kicked your coverage exactly. Yeah, four decades. I got that right. Um. So I, you know, McCartney, I, I guess I, I don't know, right? So I mean, like you, Jackson were t- Brown. I mean, you were too young. You were too young when James Taylor. You were I, too young when Lennon got murdered. I mean, you were ten. I was ten, and it sucked because that meant the Beatles would never get back together. I mean, George, I mean, George Harrison too. I guess. Yeah, but even then, it's like you guys had a great run. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And yeah. at sixty-seven, I I would have thought maybe one more album, no more tours, but one more album. Maybe. You're talking about Rush now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe in studio, just one last thing to right. say we did. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Right. I, I... And the guys, and like, the more that I thought about it and the more that my coworker and I thought about it, like, imagine how Getty and Alex feel. Like, it's, it's hard to equate it. I keep saying that, but I mean, it's like, they knew the whole time. They had to have known. Right. Because Neil would have told them. Sure. He's private, but he ain't that private. Right. Like, these are his brothers, yeah. basically, right? Like, yeah. They've been together- For 40 years. 40 fucking years. Yeah. Well, 38, technically. Okay. The band has been together for 40, but he joined right. later. I was going anyway, to say, anyway, say 68 was they always Rush. They always call him the new guy, by the way. That was his, even later on down the That's road. That's outstanding. Yeah, they call him the new guy. Ronnie Wood still gets that, too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, it was just, I, like I said, I, I the last time I felt this way was when Stevie Ray Vaughan died. Yeah. But it didn't touch me. Not like this. Right. No, I hear you. But, and I always bring this up. I think I bring it up every time we reference Stevie Ray Vaughan's passing is that the weirdest thing about that was when it was first reported, it was that Clapton went down in a helicopter. Right. And then it was like, oh, he wasn't on it. And everybody's like, oh, <sighs> Steve yeah, Ray Vaughn was on it. And it's like, oh, oh but, but it wasn't clapped in. Right, right, right. right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was weird. Yeah, it was odd. It was odd. That's the last and, time. And he didn't get, I don't think he got the the notice that he was due almost because of that. Right. But yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. But it's, um, like I said, it's been Sad a day, man. And, real tough day. Yeah. And, real tough week so far. And like, there's been people that I know, if you're not a Rush fan, you appreciate Rush. Correct. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the, we, the technical. Yeah. We talked about the, this when I got here. Yeah. Is that uh, for the longest time, the joke on the show is, oh, that's Jack Assery, right? Like, right. Yes. Between Rush and Yes, those bands, yeah, okay. Prog yeah, rock it's, bands. It's Jack Assery. Early, genera- early Genesis. Correct. It's Jack Assery. And look, you like that, Jack, but why don't you like The Dead? But, but, but whatever, right? Why don't you like String Cheese Incident? Yeah. Why don't you like Fish? Burr. And I'm, I, I thought about it, and it hit me that Yes and Rush have, all that stuff is composed. It's like classical music. Time changes, signature changes, you know, key changes, all that stuff. It's all written out. Like the math adds up, right? It's like math rock kind of, right? Whereas The Dead and all those other jam band type guys. It's like jazz. It's, it's improvisation. Right. It, exactly. Yeah. It's not, there's no rhyme or reason to it, in right. my opinion. It takes a simple framework or blueprint and then builds right. on that. Right. Here's the key. These are the chord changes. Right. Go. So although to the untrained ear, it may sound similar it's different. It's, exa- it's almost opposite. It's way different. Right? It's, apples, it's apples and koalas. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, it, there, there was just something about them that struck a chord with me early on. Like they were, like I said, they were the first band I hung my hat on. Like I, I love other bands arguably more now. Like I listen to different music now. And I still listen to Rush. I have a playlist on my phone, whatever. But then it would, that's all I listened to. Right, like I listened to Signals so much, I br- I had to buy it like three times because I kept breaking the tape. Now, who introduced you to that, or did you come across it on your own? Uh, I want to say it was my friend's brother who was ten years older, sure, roughly, ish. Okay, eight to ten years old. No, maybe not that. But anyway, he was high school during that time. Okay, right. So he had all the loop hits. On, right, yeah. So he had like Ario Speedwagon. He had Rush and Fog Hat. Right, you know, that's that was his thing. Whatever, it's fine. But Rush was the one that's like, what's that? Like, what? What's this? <laughs> what the hell's going on? And what album was it that got you on that? Uh, Permanent Waves. Permanent Waves was 1981. I believe it was 11. Okay. Yeah. I got uh, moving pictures for my 10th birthday. Nice. Not like Permanent Waves then was seventy nine. I took okay. that back. Yeah, I was. I was yeah, because it was it was before Moving Pictures. Yeah, and I was that was nineteen eighty. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and um, I got that and uh, High Voltage, nice on the same birthday. Nice. Yeah, man. And then uh, in some interviews I watched with Neil, he's like, he's so well read. Like what he did on the road, instead of drinking and partying and everything else, which I'm sure he did his fair share. Fair share. He read. Like to break the monotony of touring, because it's the same thing. It's every night you're traveling, and then you get up, and then you sound check, and then like it's it can get like drive you crazy yeah. if you're not set up for it. I'd like to. I'd like to have the I'd try it once the, the chance Can to I try it once be driven crazy. Yes, please. <laughs> One tour. One tour. That's all I need. Shut up. Get in the van. That's right. Um, so he read a lot, like a ton, and that's how he came up with all the weird lyrics. Like Ann Rand was the whole twenty one twelve thing. You know, that's just how he got his inspiration to write his lyrics. And his lyrics, yeah, they're a little, I get it. You know, they're a little 
pretentious maybe at times. But he's conveying the story. Sure. Right. Um, yeah, so thanks, Neil. Appreciate it. Rest in peace, brother. Hope you're, uh, hope you get to see your wife and kids and all that good stuff, if you believe in that kind of thing. Sure. So from that to... Uh, the old sports the, the we'll, we'll chat up the old sports Uh We were at... We were at uh, we were here getting ready. We have a different computer we're recording on and stuff like that, getting it all set up. Yeah, upgrades, kids. And this was after um, the Chiefs had dropped a twenty-one point lead. Like they, the the Texans were up twenty-one zip. Correct. And we're you know they had fourteen. They were charging. We're like you know what? If they score, if they again. score again, we're just going to go in here and we'll set up the computer and then we'll podcast. We'll get it knocked out. We'll get it so knocked we can out. Watch we the can Packers chill. lose in glory. And- yeah, we hope. So um, we'll get to that in a minute. By the way, um, so we uh, so we're in here. We get things set up. It went a little. There's a few bumps in the road, but we got it. As yeah, you can, we did. As you'll be able to hear when we put this out. Yeah, man. Got everything recorded. Got the levels right and everything else. Um, Jason goes out to the studio A, where the TV is, and he comes in. He's like, he's like, holy shit! I'm like, what? He's like, Chiefs have the lead. Like, they're charging. They they they're like three points out, and they have the ball. Like, what? Hey, I don't remember saying that. I know. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, well then let's not podcast. <laughs> let's watch the end of the first. Let's half watch the end of the first half, and then catch the start of the second half, and then Chiefs come out, boom, boom. Yeah. And we're Dick's in her, swinging, and we're in here podcasting, and it's <laughs> so. just. I, I mean, to go from being blown out one way to start the cast yes. to it completely coming full circle and being blown out the other way is very interesting. And then they uh, and shit. I may I probably when I need to get a beer, I need to get up and check the TV again just to make I sure know. that uh, and they Deshaun Watson hasn't. And they hit the over in the first half. Yeah, right over and it was fifty one. Bet down to forty nine and scored fifty two in the first half. And then the question to you, my friend, yes, sir, is. Can I cash my ticket? That's my question. I don't time. know. That's a great question. That's a great question. I wish I knew the answer to it. Um, we'll have to dig that up at some point. Yeah. But I don't know. You should be able to, I would think, because they just want you to bet more. Yeah. And since we can bet in Illinois now. Yeah, wait. Um, wait. wait. No. No, you can't do Okay. That. Then no, I'm glad I didn't do, do the research. No. By the way, to... did you hear the shenanigans going on? They're shenanigans, by the way. No. Even bigger shenanigans than in shenanigans Illinois before. politics? No, this is more... No, nah, I guess technically it's politics. All right. So here's what happened. A funny thing happened on the way to the forum, Jane. Always. Churchill Downs Incorporated, who owns Arlington Park. All right. Okay. I'm familiar. They did not apply for anything. Not no words. My words have failed me. Well, they then not, shut up. They did not apply for a casino license. They didn't apply for sports gambling. They applied for nothing. And I want to say. Yes, sir. 11 months ago, when yep. this was first being floated out there, sniffing, and right. you're on the cutting edge, letting all the kids know, you commented mm-hmm. that this will save horse racing. I commented that it should save horse racing, yes. Little did I know at the time that Churchill Downs is out to probably sabotage Arlington Park. Here's what I'm telling you. This is why I'm telling you this. 
You know what else they have an interest in? And I didn't know this until I read it. Rivers Casino, okay. which is 15 miles away. Okay. Which is why they did not apply for a gambling license for, for Arlington Park, oh nor anything, because they want everything to go through Rivers Casino. Joe, it's the sport of kings. And this is, I would think, I could be wrong, a prime opportunity for Hawthorne and the people that own Hawthorne, the carries, to swoop in and possibly buy Arlington Park. This is their chance. You know, I don't hate that idea. Neither do I. I don't hate that idea. Nope. Keep it local. Right. But the thing is, I don't think Churchill Downs will sell to anybody local because they don't want a casino there. They do not want a casino at Arlington Park. Yeah. They only want it at Rivers. That's it. Which drives me fucking nuts. Yes. Because if you've ever been to Arlington Park, you have. We've gone to Arlington Park. It is. It is glorious. It's absolutely gorgeous. It is. It's a gorgeous place. It's I think it's fun we, to go to. We it's went scenic. The, we went the second week, I think, it, it had opened. The and year was, that I went with you. And it was gorgeous. Weather was, was beautiful. You get out there, you see the green, the green expanse. Everything's so green. And then they did, uh, I, I mean, they had live. They had a live band. Concerts. On like Fridays, right yeah. On, on Friday, the, it's called uh, Party in the Park. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it's really outstanding. It is. And to. I, I, yeah, they just flat out fucking just sabotage it. You know what? If you're Churchill Downs. Maybe you don't have the full compliment there, right? Right. But have something. Right. Just, you know, for the people that are there. Right. Have some, you know, if throw you, some sport. If you don't want to have a casino there, right. okay. If you don't want to make it a destination point Fine. as a casino. But you're not going to offer sports gambling? Right. Like, what? That's ridiculous. That's craziness. That's just nuts to However. Me. However. 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 Once we, uh, once you get affiliated with somebody... You right. and I could be sitting next to each other at Arlington, and they cannot be getting our money. Correct. Which, you know what? Fuck them at that point. Yes. Yeah. So, so if we go to our, excuse me, if we go to Arlington Park. Yes. At during the summer, mm-hmm. and we want to bet on the White Sox game. We want to bet on the Cubs game. Whatever. I don't know why you would do that, but wow. Well, we'll get to that in a minute too. I don't bet baseball. Um, yeah, baseball's tough to bet. Anyway, over unders is what, what you got to go. With. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. You can do it on your phone, right? Yeah. Like I like I can go – the thing about sports gambling, we've said this before, is you have to – the way the law is written, you have to go to a facility to open your account. Initially. Initially. Yeah. So if they have – if for example, the closest casino to me is Hollywood Joliet. They're going to have an online platform through somebody. Either they'll do it themselves or they'll use – You can they can use FanDuel or DraftKings. Right. They can use their back end. The thing is that FanDuel and DraftKings can't have their own thing yet. Correct. But they can be the facilitator for a casino or whatever. They allowed that. So I have to go to Hollywood Casino in Joliet, which isn't that far. It's not a big deal. Whatever. I got to show them my ID to prove I'm an Illinois resident, put money in my account, and that's it. Then I'm off and running. Then I'm off and running. There too, I can, I can deposit. it out. Yeah, that's right. I can deposit stuff online. I can do whatever online I want. But that initial opening has to be in person. Yes. So they prove without a shadow of doubt you're an Illinois resident. Correct. Which, okay, I mean, maybe, but come on. Now, 
I've heard the technology is good enough. I mean, technically, it's good enough to stop people like across the street, right? Mm-hmm. But use GPS. this will, but this will be good for the state of Illinois. That's the only people it's good for. Right. Now, I've got a buddy mm-hmm. that, when Indiana picked it up early, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Iowa, early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, goes to relatives for Indiana for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Got signed up over there through some sort of shenanigans. Sure. Um, but he can only bet in Indiana, Indiana right. when he's there. Correct. I mean, and... Yeah, the G, the G, right. I mean, literally. There's a GPS on your phone. If you're in Illinois, you cannot bet. You can't. You have to be in, in. You literally have to drive across the border. Right. The GPS recognizes you're in Indiana. Then you can make your bet. Then you can leave the state. Correct. Yeah, you cannot bet anywhere else in the country other than Indiana. If you do it online, I mean through but, an Indiana, but that an will Indiana be book. that will be every state though. Yes. I mean, yeah, correct. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless, well, no, I, yeah, it's got to be because I mean, it, when, once FanDuel and DraftKings get involved, like with their own thing, not running somebody else's, right? That might change. But I th- believe, yeah, it's, it's going to be the same technology. How long is the hard cap for that? The banishment? Yes. I believe it's uh, two years. Two years. But it's two years from the day it was signed, I believe. Uh, so now it's about a year. Again, yeah, look at you, fucking Illinois. Yeah. So because you know that FanDuel or DraftKings are going to come in with way lower oh, yeah. tax cuts. and Lower VIG, everything else. If right. you sign up directly with them, which yep. everybody will do at that point. Yeah. I mean, their offer. You see the offers on when in Indiana, like sign up with us and your first bet's free, or you'll get right. one hundred fifty up to one hundred fifty dollars in site credit if you bet up to one hundred fifty dollars. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. They're trying their best to get anybody they can, which is what you should do. Correct. I mean, they're just marketing. That's all it is. Right. And if Illinois decides to say with that twenty five percent off the top for winnings, oh, that's that's a thing. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. But who's going to go through the state? If you can, I mean, once. I mean, I will, but d- like DGens, they're they're going to keep using their guy. Oh, well, absolutely, and again, because yeah. the state won't give you credit, right? And um, and you guys are like, right. Just call them. Yeah. There's no nothing. And the thing, you know, we talked about on the last podcast about weed and how you know the state made three million dollars first day. Yeah, <laughs> three million bucks in a day, yeah. bro. In taxes. And then uh, the meme, of course, comes out that says people will stand in line for weed in Illinois, but not for a job. Or to vote. Or to vote. Correct. Which is sadder. Correct. For me. It is. And the dispensaries are running out of weed and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, well, so. I mean, not enough places, you know, are available yet. It's only the medical joints that are, you know. No. Well, I should just say around here, it's only the medical joints that actually had a physical location where they could do it and sell recreationally at this point. There's actually a chain, um, quote-unquote chain, called Rise. That had, they have one, there's one in Joliet. Again, I'm just speaking for the 309, brother. Sure, sure, sure. There's one in Joliet, one in Bolingbrook. There's a dispensary in Morris, which I don't know, I have no idea where it's at. I'm sure it's busy. It's pretty close to you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not far. I just want gummies, bro. Yeah. That's if you're gonna do that, yeah, like, you're not man. gonna smoke it. Like, no. No, 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 no. And they charge you like the, the higher the THC, the more tax you pay. Yeah. 
That's how they get you. Oh, they're always out to get you. Oh, it's the man. They're always out to get you. Always trying. That's right. Jerks. Oh, yeah. They're always trying to screw you. There you are, Homer. Nice, yeah, Tom. That's right. Wait, yeah, Tom. A little delay over there, buddy? Have, I even you, have you, you hit the THC? I even gave you the little heads up. Like, you did. Like, just trying to... This is everybody's fault but mine. Okay, okay. Well, all know, right, whatever. fair enough. That's that's a fair statement, I guess. I sure. Mean, whatever, sure. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. So the White Sox made another signing, Jay. Hit whilst, me with that. Whilst we were out. Hit me with that because yeah. I have uh, White Sox... White Sox thoughts for you. Okay. From uh, is this from our uh, Western Illinois correspondent? It is. Okay. Who actually resides as close to St. Louis as anybody possibly can, and actually not be an asshole or be shot. Yeah. Right. Both those things. Yeah. Uh, why? Actually, why don't you? Because when you you gave me a little preview, I gave you just a taste. Why don't you go ahead and tell me first? All right. I'm going to read it word for word for you, and then because. The signing kind of mitigates his idea. But anyway. Correct. Go forth. Not saying that. Okay. And not saying I, it's I'm, a, Hey, yeah. I'm not going to give a preamble. We're not quite judge yet. All right. This, again, comes from uh, Oasis Superfan from deep down towards St. Louis. Western and, Illinois correspondent. Our Macomb correspondent. That's right. I have a crazy idea for your boy Joe's socks. I think it's the final nail for the AL Central title. The Sox have made many moves, as we all know, but what area of the team has gotten zero attention given? Keep that in mind here. Mm-hmm. 90 minutes north in Milwaukee, the crew has already lost Mustakas, correct? Grandall, correct? correct What's to up? your Sox. That's right. Shaw, Thames, and Jimmy Nelson. Correct. They're all in, true. They are in a retooling season and likely battling for third or even fourth in the Inner Central, in, in my opinion. And um, I think that's a fair statement. Uh, sure. I, oh, unfortunately, I see the Cub right there with him. Mm-hmm. Um, then he says, keep with me here. Mm-hmm. Hater has already uh, been mentioned earlier this offseason in trade rumors with the Yankees as the favorite, but that fizzled. It did. Even with Hater, the crew is a 78-team win at best in 2020. At least. Yeah, 78, 75 to 78 wins. Haters under control for another two or three years. Yes. Beyond that, his arm will likely be hanging anyway. True. So look at it as a three-year window with Hater in his prime. Mm-hmm. Send the crew three prospects mm-hmm. out of the Sox top twenty, which mm. the the Sox are probably like the tenth. I believe. No, I believe they're higher than that. I think they're like top five. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Because they used to be the basement. worst. It's amazing you make, you make two big trades and get like 14 prospects back. It's amazing how that helps your overall ranking. Well, and it also helps that uh, your GM doesn't view prospects as suspects. Mm. Yeah. So uh, my initial reaction to that was they got Alex Colomay getting hater with a two or three control trading Colomay, getting a few pieces back. Mm-hmm. Sounded like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, his reaction was, don't trade anything, don't get rid of anything, um, unless Colome doesn't want to be a setup guy. Right. And then Joe's reaction, insert, was, yeah. well, they just signed Steve Sishik. Okay. Whose arm is about to fall off anyway. Former coup. Former coup. Former Marlin, former many things. Yeah, but uh, and if his arm falls off, it's because Joe used him. 
every right. day. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, buddy. Well, I'm just saying. Right. Um, to, and to, he, because he was effective. Oh, yeah. For a while, he yeah. was all they had. Correct. Now, to be fair. To be, to be fair. Uh, our fine Western Illinois correspondent is... Chuck Garfine. It, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, he's not incorrect. I'm not opposed to getting Josh Hader. Yeah, man. You know, adding to the, what you already have. But he needs a haircut. He, that's, I don't care about that. All right. He looks like the kid from Dazed and Confused. Well, not as much as Tim Lincecum <laughs> did. <laughs> Tim Lincecum was the kid. I think he, he actually was legit the was vanilla the freak. Yes. Um, but I digress. I'm not opposed to the to the uh, idea of of Hater in the bullpen. The only problem is, I think it may cost too much in terms of prospects. Okay. Uh, not that. Look. If you like, we talked about this a long time ago, like last summer, or maybe episode twenty. Like that's how long ago we talked about this. I can't remember but, last week, motherfucker. I know me neither, <laughs> uh, but I do remember this: that if you hit two prospects out of the bunch that they got back, right, for mm-hmm. in the Adam Eaton trade and the, and the uh, uh, sale trade, yeah. If you hit two of those guys, that's a win. Yeah. Right. Right. If, if you get and they got Makata. Who's hit? You could argue Ronaldo Lopez. You can't really argue Lucas Giolito. So there's three, well, two and a half, I guess, right? And they still have guys down there I'd like from to the see, trade that haven't. I'd like to see all three of those guys be more consistent. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, and Eloy. I forgot what the Eloy trade, too. So, I mean, you've hit three now, or four now. So you're already ahead of the game. Um, again, I'm not opposed to trading some prospects. You now it comes down to the prospects you have. When and where are they going to play? Right? Yeah. Because that, that was the north side. Because you went from being old and bad, and mm-hmm. slow, sure, in the span of two months to being young. Yeah. All over again, right? So I mean, like let's let's look at the rock. Right? Grandall is a 31, probably something like that, right? Yeah. Power. So, Power. You got Jose Abreu, who's mid thirties, but still I mean, he led the league in RBIs last year. So sure. playing on a team that didn't really get on base a whole lot uh, no. or score a lot of runs. Period. He still no. drove in the most runs in the league. No table setters. Right. Um, at second base, you're going to start with Luis Garcia until the Super Two thing kicks in. And mm-hmm. uh, then you've got uh, Anderson short, Makata mm-hmm. third. Yeah. You got Eloy in left. Right. The newly minted signed Louis Robert. Where are they going to put Ed? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. And then right field. Who's going to play right field for them? Slips my mind. Mm. Oh, and then Ed, and then he'll be the DH. Okay. Yeah. And Carnacion? Yeah, about? that's yeah. who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. They made it official this week, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's officially a White Sox. Um, he'll be DHing. The, the weird thing is that you signed James McCann. Like that was the first thing you did in the offseason. You re-signed James McCann. Well, because you didn't know you were going to get Grandall. Right, right. But now I you've mean, got And him. that guy was an all-star catcher last year. I know. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, James McCann was in the all-star game. Yeah. That was the thing. Right. He was. A, he might have been the only White Sox representative. He was. I think a, him, was it nope. him and Abreu or just him? No, 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 no. I think it was just... Uh, I think Abreu might have been hurt. Yeah, I think he might be. But it would have been Abreu. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, now you have, now you have a... Riches, like where is Zach Collins going to play? 
Like he's been their prospect, the biggest prospect, not the biggest one, but like one of the biggest ones from day one. You just signed Grandal to a two-year deal, wanted, a, wanted an option. Mm-hmm. You signed McCann to want an option, I believe. But Collins, had, he apparently they don't have a lot of faith in him. They don't think he's ready, right? Right. I mean, you've got you know, Basabe, you've got the kid that they drafted, the first baseman they drafted last uh, draft. Well, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but but you have a riches of prospects now. It's time to maybe start considering dealing some of those guys for things you need. No, 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 Lana, no, no. Oh, you got to. I think you've got to see more of what you have. You have to, right, right. I mean, once you figure out what you have, of course. Yeah, right. But I mean, but in July, yeah, I was going to say by the trade deadline. Yeah, let's say it's July, but we're not we're not hot stoving guys yet. Yeah, let's say it's July, and you know, Rondon's not ready yet. Right. Or excuse me, Rodon is not ready yet. Okay. Do you go out and get another starting pitcher? Do you trade some prospects for a starting pitcher? Right. Stuff like that. The click right. commander. Yeah. Not ready yet. No. He Dylan, will be. Yeah. But not at the start of the season. Dylan Cease, you don't know which guy. He hasn't you been. Don't. He didn't impress me a whole you lot. Do not. There were times he did, and there was times he's like, oh boy. No. You know, Ronaldo Lopez was up and down. Like first half was garbage. Second half was a lot better. Right. But, um was great. All season long, he kept it up. You have uh, he, Dallas Keuchel. He, he faded down the end. And you have Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, you do. Led the league in ground balls. Right. So ground and balls induced. And you're not looking at him as an ace. You're looking at him like right. as a three or four. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The veteran guy to kind of tie everything sure. together. Yeah. His ERA can be like three and a half or four. Who cares? Right. Just go out, throw a bunch of innings, get a bunch of ground balls. Throw, throw heavy pitches. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Get sinkers going. So, I mean, the Sox are, have put themselves in a very good position, right? Right. They've, they've really put themselves in a position where if they need to do something, they can uh, take on a little bit of contract. If, you know, if they're charging up the charts in July and they need, they feel they still need somebody, they can do that. They can add. Right. Um, their payroll, I believe, 120, 130 million, something like that. Mm-hmm. The Mets payroll is like $200 million. It's <laughs> like, What? And I asked you before who uh, yep. was getting the uh, Captain Beefheart portion of that. Yeah. And you thought it was. I thought it was DeGrom. Right. The, that, the re-signing of DeGrom. But, right. And then Cespedes. Cespedes actually paid back some money. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why um, doesn't that happen more? I don't know. He, did, did you hear the latest thing with him? Hey, the, if what, I give you back pigs? some money, can I take the mask off when with, I bat? With the Is feral, that okay? With the, with the feral pigs. Did you hear about this? I, I have not. He was hurt. Either being chased by or chasing a feral pig. That's what they're calling uh, hookers these oh, days boy. in the Dominican? Rats. Or? What? Oh, what? Wait, what? Hey, now. Hey, now. Don't be a mark. Don't uh, be Johnny Racist. That's right. Come on, Joe. Come on. Feral pigs. Tom, why did you type that on the uh, prompter? Yeah, come on, man. That's not funny. Yeah, it's, come on. Stop laughing. That's right. Put the hat back on. Give me a beer. Hey, put the hat back on. Um, so to your cub... Jay, while we uh, oh, do we have to? Uh, the Kurt, only reason I want to talk about the Cub today uh-huh. is because of the Bruce Levine. Uh, oh yeah, Matt Spiegel. Yeah, uh, Matt Der Spiegel uh, conversation yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. <sighs> and um, that was the Cubs get Nolan Ariando, play him at third, and then Chris Bryant transitions to center field, which. I- when Bruce Levine normally talks, I will, and I will say this, in the last six years, sure. I'm like, dude, you are over. 
Yeah. You baseball insider, my left nut. Correct. You are crazy. You and Rick T. Lander are wearing <laughs> tinfoil hats and stealing hot and dogs. <laughs> bring from, bring your own condiments. And yeah, <laughs> from any press box you can get into. Correct. But when he said that yesterday, I'm crazy enough to go, man, that'd be really cool. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't want to see Chris Bryant in center field and David Bodie at third base. Right. And then that and doesn't this, do it for me. In the same note, uh, Der Spiegel yeah. tweeted out that. Um, so the Cardinals acquired um, one of the, I believe, Marlins' best pitching prospects. Or it might have been Tampa, one of the Florida teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best pitching process, prospects. His last name is Libertor. Um, and they're going to flip him with other prospects to the Rockies for Nolan Arenado. Okay. How does Nolan Arenado as a Cardinal uh, sound to you? Probably bad, I'm guessing. Worse than Paul Goldschmidt did. And right? that sounded really fucking bad to right. me. Yeah. So because I mean, Arenado has proven that he can hit on the road. Yeah. But he wasn't he's not like Colorado. He, no, he yeah. Or Dante Bichette. Exactly. Right. No, he wasn't a Colorado pros uh product. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But it just I mean, that sounds like it would just drive me nuts. Yeah. Because the while well, the Cubs sit back and claim they're poor. The Cardinals are out there doing shit. Your opponents are, you know, your, your rival, really. Go. On the South Side, we have our own mentality. It's an attitude embraced by legends and instilled in the future. We play louder, faster, bolder. The only way we know how. And we don't stop. Because you never know when one hit, one pitch. One moment can change everything. We're not just here to play the game. We're here to change it. Mm. That, my friend. That's a hype video. Is what you want from your team. That's it. Yeah. You don't yeah. want yeah. your you don't want to be in the hot stove portion of your life. You want to bring it. And here we don't have money. No. And that's the only thing you hear. That is not what you want to hear. No. Also, if you are the uh, Houston Texans. You don't want to hear. You don't want to hear the final score. Well, no, you don't want to hear uh, really the last four minutes of the second quarter. (laughs) You don't want to hear from the end of the first quarter on. uh, The chef win, and I can't believe this is even a number, (laughs) quite frankly, after what we saw in the first quarter. Chiefs won fifty-one to thirty-one. They outscored. I'm sorry. Their, can I have the over/under again on that? Uh, it was uh, forty-nine and a half. I'm going to take the under. Oh, you're screwed. Well, that's that's why poor I, caddying. Well, that's why um, I'm broke. That's right. Um, I mean, they were down. They were down twenty-one nothing. Yeah, they were. <laughs> so they were. They outscored them fifty-one to ten. The rest of the <laughs> they were getting punked in their own house. Yeah, just like the Raven. Yes, just like the Raven. But and, unlike the Raven, yeah, nevermore. That's right. No, they uh, they phoenixed, baby. They uh, came right back. That they scored three touchdowns. Yeah. in under four minutes, and Travis Kelsey. I'm sorry, Kelche. Kelche had two of them. So, so your AFC Championship game, Jay, is is the Tennessee Titan at at the Chef. Yeah. I'm afraid the Titans used all their bullets yesterday. Dude, we talked about this while we were watching the game. Mm-hmm. If you have Derrick Henry running downfield, 
like downhill. Oh yeah, dude, and he's Chiefs, tough to stop. The Chiefs' defense is not very good. No, and that's fully regarding uh, Michael, right? And fully the, regarding the the Western Illinois yeah. uh, defensive tackle who's and, a beast. And the thing is, like when you run the ball, you take time off the clock. Yeah, like you know, you know how Pat Mahomes, how how you can stop him? Huh? And don't have him on the field. What? Don't have him on the field. I run the football. This concept is new to me. As I understand. A Bears fan, I understand. I, I get it. I wait, understand. Are, are you sure that coming out and yep. throwing? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Over overthrowing on the first two downs, and then throwing a screen two right. yards behind the line. Yeah, no. That's not the way to run the run the clock. No, no, no. If you that's got a, not, if you got any kind of lead, no, that's not. Uh, you don't. That's not what you want to do. No, 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 no. no. Oh, you don't want to be uh, James Madison yesterday in oh the in the, the FCS. By the way, congratulations to the Bison of North again, Dakota State once right? again. They seven. They were who we thought they were. So they uh, crown their fucking ass. So James Madison had the ball. Bison up twenty eight to twenty. Uh, James Madison was first in goal and threw a pick. And this is in Frisco, Texas, I believe. It is. It is. It is in Frisco, Texas. That's where we like to play our uh, championship game. Uh-huh. They used to be in Chattanooga. Yeah, well. And then they moved, They realized, you know, it's probably warmer in Texas. It's not subject to such uh, temperature swings like yeah. Chattanooga is. Frisco is kind of Dallas-y. It's Dallas-ish. Yeah. Yes, correct. Dallas light. Ish, right. Correct. So uh, that's where I believe FC Dallas plays their games. Oh. Is... Uh, that fine facility, whatever it's called now. It used to be called Pizza Hut Park. I don't know what it's called now. <laughs> Maybe Papa John bought it. Who oh, knows? my God. Oh, now, have you and I talked about that, Cat? I mean, not... Papa I mean, John? Yeah. A, this is a sports music podcast uh, centralized in sure. Illinois. Sure. However, have we talked about the Papa and about how after they got rid of him for his I, uh, racially charged comments... He ramped it up to 10. He uh, started ordering like 40 pizzas a week and then yeah. just to point out how many mistakes there were right and going that's on, sad it's a bad look it's a bad look dude it, let it go honestly i know it's it, i know i get it apparently move it was on. your life or what have you but move on you gotta find something else that's right i mean i'm sure they didn't just fire this cat and tell him like he can't get unemployment i'm sure there was some sort of package oh where i he imagine could go so away quietly he had a balloon so he why had not, a parachute, so why not do say. that and the thing is, isn't he like Hunter guy too? Isn't he like well? I think that's big a Jimmy, game. I think that's a Jimmy John's guy. That's a Jimmy John's guy. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Who also is an enormous douche. Douche. And, but sold. So sure. he no longer owns that. Uh, he does not. Yeah. So feel free to go ahead there and and sure. not feel that you are no. fueling. Right. It's not like Chick Fil A or Hobby oh. World or whatever the fuck it's called, Hobby Lobby. You know, yeah. I will get in again. Right. We don't want to get political here. We don't no. want to get religious here. Whatever. No. Right. Um, Hobby Lobby, I'm cooler with for the fact, you know, their big deal is that they're closed Sundays, what have you. Yeah. They haven't had the stance of Chick-fil-A, right. to my knowledge. I don't think so either. That uh, they give all of their, you know, a majority of their profits to anybody that wants to teach people to pray away the gay. Right. Also... Do, uh, did you see this here about this years ago? It's hadn't happened in a long time. Apparently, Chick Fil A wanted to use a Jefferson Airplane song, and so Grace Slick would get like shit tons of money from Chick Fil A, then proceed to give that money to the people that 
they wouldn't give it to. Nice. To uh, uh, that's all I'll say about that. Well played. Yeah. Good. You know good on you. Grace good on Slick. you, Grace Slick. That's right. Yeah, I. I'm honestly, you can, you could make a stand. Sure. And say, F you, you can't use my song. Right. And that's in the news cycle for right. maybe three days. Right. Or you can take the huge check, give it to people that are fighting the people that they Correct. hate. That's and, right. And that makes much more of an impact. That's right. Merca. And then leak it that that's what you did. Correct. So people don't think. And there's nothing they can do about it. Oh, my God. Grace Once the check clears, it. there's nothing they can do about it. Right? So. I mean, they're not going to make you sign a. No. Yeah, why? No, no. Why would you have to? And why would you agree to that? Well, no, no, no. But you can why, use your money if, any way you want. It's your money. I was going to say, if you allow it, why would you have to sign? Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, get some. They got onto her though, and then. Well, fired sure. Her. I mean that that would yeah. It, but it already happened. Like well, there's nothing they can do about it retroactively. Right. I mean, you and, paid her. Like that's it. It's over. And exactly. And if they said, oh well, you know, X blah blah blah, give us back so much money. Nope. I don't have it to give you back. I gave it to... Go get it from Planned Parenthood. That's correct. Oh, wait. They already spent it. That's right. Sorry. Sorry okay, we can that. be in court for the next 10 years. Or you can just... Or you can just shut it. Life, tough helmet. And, yeah. That's right. Have cows be your spokespeople. That's right. Mm. We could go for some cow right about now. Mm. Hey, my wife's got some pork upstairs. I know. Right? I heard that. Can't wait. Right? Nom, 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 nom. Clock in the wall, Jason. Oh, it can't be. It is. It's already. It can't. We haven't got a chance to talk about how much the Seahawks are going to pound the Packers. um, Russ is just going to run wild. I mean, it's got a little time, I guess. Russ is going to run wild. If if only it wasn't our show that we could just have it as long as we wanted to. Well, it's not my show. I'm on that show. show, But it's not my show. show. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so we got, uh, I forgot. Yeah, we got Seahawks and the Packers. have Have they already started or starting shortly? Uh, as we tape this, I think it's shortly. A, I believe it starts at six. A, I was in, well, okay. I was going to say a five forty uh, central. Oh, maybe it is. Well, I think that may be pregame or whatever. Right. What whatever. have you? What have you? Correct. Um, Either way. So when I was listening to the score on the way down, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll extend the show a little bit here. First of all, uh, yeah, it was Shep. So well, support my guy. Right. But I understand this. Mm-hmm. But and I can't. I can't remember if this was actually on the cast last week or okay. after it was over. All right. But you did admit that you have kind of come back to yeah, the fold when, when on occasion. I li- when I listen to the radio, it's usually the score. Now, how often that is, not very. Right. Because I'm podcasty. Like Conrad Thompson puts out five fucking podcasts. Bro. Sure, dude. Like I got I got things to listen to. And you to. got that, and you got music. Right, you exactly. Got, yeah. You got things. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it, it's not often that I listen to the radio. But, but when I do. It used to be take go to six seventy, break the knob off, right. and then uh yeah. I'm sorry. Right. That, no, I get it. I understand what you're saying. And then and then it was completely ignore six seventy. And then it was no, yeah. no 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 no. That was in the beginning. Okay, right, right, right. And then gotcha. it was delete it. Right. And then now you're kind it's of back. just back. Yeah. I, there's only so much you can listen to Kaplan. Like you can't listen to Kaplan, and that's where we disagree. Like I can't, I can't. I just Kaplan, I can't. To me, Kaplan is a uh, bedtime story. Pappy. Okay. Pappy was. You know what? I will say this. Yeah. As racist, as horrible, <laughs> as dumb as Mike North was. Correct. He was never as unlistenable. To me, correct as Bernstein is, he was always listenable. Correct, Pappy was always and you know what? listenable. 
And now Murph, in his capacity right. on one thousand, mm-hmm. is that way. Hey, Fred. He's like he's bad, funny. Listen to me. He's train wreck waiting yes, to happen. Exactly. Say something stupid. But I can't. Right. I can't with Bernstein. Yeah. At all. Well, the good is is I don't get in my car until like eleven thirty. Right. And they're done at noon. So it's a small. And usually, again. Uh, during the week, I am just Mr. Podcast, so I'm, I got stuff to listen yeah, to. Yeah, but if you get in at noon, then you got Lawrence. I know. That's the thing. And then you get so that's when you go, okay. Uh, yeah, man. I'll listen to the podcast until here, and then right, probably yeah. listen to Lawrence. Also. Sure, man. Yeah. Loho yeah. Daily. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his weekly cast, House of L. House of L is great, too. Oh, um, But Seahawks Packers. I digress. Seahawks Packers. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you this on the score, so that's how we got off the rail a little bit here. So on the score, they had the guy from Pro Football Focus on to get his insight for the games today. Mm-hmm. And Both us? he said that he's going to go with the best quarterback on the field in Green Bay, which means he's taking the Seahawks. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Yep. Russ was, over 12. He's going, I'm going to take the best quarterback on the field up at Lambeau, Russ which means I'm going with the over Seahawks. Over twelve. Yep. At Lambeau. Correct. Wow. That's going to be. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's going to be a tough road. It's going to be really cold. Like it's here in lovely Central Illinois. It's about twenty outside, twenty five ish, whatever. I mean, it's going to be like fifteen up there, dude. Globe. Well, and again, I'm gonna. May I sidebar, Your Honor? You may. Um, your Honor, Your Honor. Next week. Yeah. 50s, yep. almost 60. Yep. Yeah. Rain. But. It's supposed to rain one day, but whatever. Saturday, Sunday next week? Yeah. Three <laughs> and two. Uh, there you go. So, what the fuck? Right. Hey, by the way, here's spring, and then go fuck yourself. That's right. Oh, here's winter. Here's a little bit. Uh, we had a little winter uh, this weekend. Uh, Just a skosh. Just Mother Nature going, I can do this, you know. Right? I will eventually... And I can, but here's a little dose. Here's just a little, which, gotta, which down respect. here, which down here, I don't think even snowed at all. Oh yeah, we got, it did. did it? Okay. Yeah, brother. We got very little snow up by us. It was mainly rain. The rain in Illinois stays mainly in the plain. It does. Uh, they got a lot of snow up by Rockford. Straight shot up thirty nine. And then I know that. Uh, well, the city was looking at six inches today. Yeah, they didn't. Get, but they didn't uh, get that. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. nowhere no. near. No, 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 no. Um. But so, next weekend is my, arguably my favorite football weekend of the year, better than the Super Bowl. Yeah, if for agreed f- for pure football dudes, well, Championship Sunday is awesome. Normally, yeah, there may be some fucking pretenders in there. I mean, there are the Titans are in there. It's Titans chefs. Again, it's gonna, they're going to go as far as Derrick Henry is going to take them, dude. I think Seahawks Niners is a game. It could be. I think Packers Niners is a. Um, I mean, the Niners have the number one seed, right? Is a prison beatdown. Yeah, I think so too. Niners have home field, right? If yes. my memory serves Oh me yeah. So if it's but, Packers at Niners, that's a beatdown. But this just shows what I mean. How fucking crazy the NFL is. Yeah. I mean, one thing switches out of San Francisco. That's all it takes. They're no. They're they're no. They're no longer the number one seed. They're actually on the fucking road. Gar- Garoppolo, yesterday in yesterday's game, yeah, threw for like 140 fucking yards, dude. The, That's it, dude. The week before that, 70. Yeah, yeah, wins. 
<laughs> they won both times. I mean, their defense is really good, but I mean, it's not that good. But how do they? Uh, how do, how do they do that, Joe? Uh, they run the football, Jay. Uh, no, yeah, you can't do that in the NFL oh, anymore. Just, just, I don't know if you've heard. I it just asked Matt Nagy. You cannot you've run the football got yeah. to pass to win fifty-eight times. Minimum. You you run to control, sure, but you pass to win. Correct. No, it's it, the opposite of that. Says the team that is you uh, golfing. The, the old adage goes. You throw the football to score points. Yeah. You run the football to win games. Yeah, not not in yep. this NFL. No, Joe. apparently. That was your dad. Uh, maybe so, but all I know is that the all top the running teams, teams, all of them, all, all of them are in the playoffs. Every single one. Every one of them. From one to six. That's right. All of them are in the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, suck on that, Matt Nagy. And Mr. Viking uh, let me know at church today. Yeah. Uh, everything that was wrong with his Vikings. Sure. I, I, I couldn't have done yesterday, even if I could have, like legit. Right. I, I had to work, so I, I couldn't go. Correct. But I, oh my God. No. Not, just no, 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 not, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I mean, if Cook, if Cook would have had a Cook day. Right. They would have had a shot. Right. But he had, I, and this is, I'm going from memory. Sure. But I'm going to say total yards from scrimmage, yeah. running and passing, uh-huh. he was like at 73, like that, yeah. 77 I think that maybe. Right. Man, I, watched, I watched most of that game, and the, they had a shot. Like the Vikings had a shot. Dude, at halftime it was 14-10. 14-10 at a half, they had a shot, and they just oh all, all the way down the everywhere. Uh, that. I'll tell you, the, things, the thing – Coming out of the Saints game yeah. that just I couldn't believe, and coming actually off of all year for the Vikings, right. was red zone defense. Yep. Non-existent. No. If the Niners got inside the 20. Game over. Touchdown. That's right. I mean, they couldn't. They didn't even hold them to field goals. No. And then uh, being able to run the football. That's it. Not at all. That's it. That's I ball mean, game. There's a couple of uh, strikes to Thielen. There was a couple of strikes to Diggs. Yep. Um, supposedly, Thielen took the hit for uh, Cousins and said on that pass route that he was running, he thought he was a decoy, the uh, one that Sherman picked off. Sure. And I'm like, okay, maybe I believe that because it was thrown directly to Richard Sherman. Yeah. And, right in the I mean, like perfectly thrown. Honestly. I mean, right Th- to Richard Sherman. <laughs> Thielen was looking sideline, yeah. and this was inside. So, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, and the Bosa shit. That yeah. was, I mean, that was dirty. Yeah. But who's their GM? I mean, if you look up dirty. Dirty of dirty. If you look up fucking dirty in the dictionary, you'll see a Chuck Cecil and then John Lynch. And you'll see, uh, yeah, John Lynch is a close second. And then maybe sure. uh, Conrad Dobler. Probably Conrad Dobler, for sure. Yeah, because for sure. The, I don't know if you ever, if you knew that or not, but Conrad Dobler was my uh, That's right. He was, the, he was my roommate. That's right. He was my roommate in college and, uh, the, that with was the Cardinals. Before I could pick out tithe for my That's right. I was colorblind, and I couldn't figure out tithe. Oh. And then I got the tithe from him, from Conrad Dobler. He's my hero. Dirty Dobler. Oh, dear, dear Dorf. My, uh, Gross. My, <laughs> my mom's best friend uh, boned Conrad Dobler. Yeah. Just saying. Well, good for her. Yeah. Clock them all. Jason. Thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, we want to thank you guys for this episode 95. True to Neil. Thanks, Neil, for what you've done for me, for many of my friends. Uh, we're going to forego all the usual postings and just let this play out. So, 
Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time on this episode. Self-indulgent.